the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another episode of Sideline Sanity. I'm Michelle Tafoya. We are sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Don't forget to, to subscribe here to the podcast. We appreciate Legacy's support. And, uh, you know, precious metals make a good holiday gift as well. Coming up, Elon Musk and pronouns. Yeah, this made waves on the in the Twitterverse in the last 24 hours. And I want to get into it. I find this whole pronoun thing, this phenomenon of putting your pronouns in your email, you know, signature and all that stuff, profoundly weird. And I understand why people think it's important. I think it's a very small percentage of people that think it's important. I love what Elon Musk said. We're going to get into that. And we're going to get into maybe what the best answer is to all the pronoun stuff. Because uh, they, them, ain't cutting it. That's next. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. Okay, so last night, just hanging out, my husband and I are talking. He said, wow, did you see what Elon Musk wrote about pronouns? And I said, I don't know. What did he write? And it's really interesting. Um, I'm not sure how to pinpoint. I'm sure if I really dug deep, I could pinpoint when this obsession with pronouns began. And when we felt that we had to have our email signatures include a he, her, she, hers, his, hers, or whatever, when, when did we start that? I don't know. And I'm not even sure I care because what I think is most important is that this stuff is happening and it's, it's almost expected of you now. I refuse to participate because I think it's pretty clear. And see, this is where, this is the, the, the argument you get into. Like I could sit here and say to you, I think it's pretty clear. You would say, Michelle is doing a podcast. She is talking right now about her life. The dog Jersey is her dog. Like that's to me, it's pretty basic. I don't need to explain that to anyone. And then when it comes to, I don't know, Elon Musk, he is now the owner of Twitter. The Twitter platform is now his to run. I think that he is a very interesting guy and a lot of attention is being directed at him. Is that such a big deal? But there is this focus now on this either non-binary or trans community that insists you get their gender right. 
and that the gender they identify by is very important. Okay, well, that becomes confusing at times when you go to the they, them, and you're reading an article, for instance, about this guy who who shot some people in, uh, oh, was it, was it, I'm trying to remember, it was recently he shot up a, a, a club, a gay nightclub, and he turns out to be non-binary, and you're reading the article about him, and it gets into, they were headed, they had a history of, and they, to me, is plural. Q Club in Texas, thank you, John Berg. They is plural. Them is plural. And there are reasons that we have these pronouns because we have language. And language is the way we structure our communication. So, Colorado, not Texas. Q Club Colorado. I didn't think it was Texas. So they, them. Why do I have to call you they or them? To me, I'm reading the article and it starts referring to they, them. And I'm thinking, oh, now we're talking about a group. We're not talking about an individual. Because they and them are plural pronouns. So how can you assign a plural pronoun to an individual? It's very confusing to me. And it disrupts the logic of language as our mode of communication. So from what I could tell, the shooter was male. Now, he may identify as non-binary, but I bet he has chromosomes that would identify him. All right, so let's get into what Elon Musk said. He, he said his prona- pronouns now are prosecute slash Fauci. I, I, there's another gal I follow on Twitter. Her pronouns are that slash bitch. And there was one more. Let me see if I can find this here on Twitter as I'm talking to you, uh, whose pronouns were rather amusing. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm going to have to go back and find it. I thought I had it right pulled up, but it's something like biological women or trans women are men were the pronouns. And anyway, people are now kind of making fun of this pronoun thing and using it to make other sorts of statements. Okay. So what does Elon Musk say? He says his his new pronouns are uh, prosecute Fauci. And someone hammers him for it. And Elon Musk says... I strongly disagree. Forcing your pronouns upon others when they didn't ask and implicitly ostracizing those who don't is neither good nor kind to anyone. As for Fauci, he lied to Congress and funded gain-of-function research that killed millions of people. Not awesome, in my opinion. Signed, Elon Musk. All right, so that started the uproar not only about Fauci, but about pronouns. And then Buck Sexton who is a radio talk show host and a very big presence on Twitter, writes, Elon slamming their use the demanded pronouns or you're literally committing violence bullshit is almost as amazing as taking Fauci to task for being the worst public servant in the world. And then he calls Fauci a vile sociopath, which is his opinion, which on Twitter we hope now you're allowed to write without it being considered violent. Because, see, this is what's happening to language. Like we're twisting pronouns now, and then we're also calling words violence. So this is a really slippery slope because what they could do to to either Elon Musk or Buck Sexton in this case is say, you are dangerous. This kind of language is dangerous. Now, I want to understand that. What do you mean language is dangerous? 
that misgendering someone might be dangerous. <sighs> it's so, it, it, it's, I feel this is one of those times where I feel like I'm living in an absurd world. Like I've fallen down a rabbit hole and everything is upside down. Like really, it's that important for you to put your pronouns in your Twitter bio or on your email signature or whatever else. I mean, if your name is Heidi, I'm going to guess that you're a female, but see, this is where people go, but you could be wrong. Heidi could be, uh, you know, a trans woman and blah, 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 blah. But Heidi is Heidi. And if your name is Joe, I'm going to assume you're a man, but that's wrong because there are women named Joe. And it's like, okay. Could we all just take a collective breath and say, why this sudden need to change pronouns? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Riley Gaines is going to be a guest on our show tomorrow. She is a former NCAA swimmer who has been vocal about trans women swimming against biological women. And, you know, it's interesting because the science would hold that your XY chromosome, your XX chromosome determines a lot about what you're able to do in your life. And that includes, you know, <laughs> whether you're biological male or female. So now I, I really, I, I should have prefaced this and I will say this right now. I don't care. I, it doesn't bother me how anyone identifies. It really doesn't do what you identify as you want. Identify as a flower, identify as a pine tree, identify that whatever way you want. But by demanding other people to observe you as such and call you by different pronouns and, and tweak the language for you is, is, a, is assuming that the whole world revolves around you. It, you know what? It also brings to mind, and this is sort of stream of consciousness, and I apologize. I am, I have a Hispanic background and my mom was a Spanish teacher, even though she was Irish. Anyway, she was a Spanish teacher and I learned Spanish grammatically and you had masculine and feminine pronouns and certain words are masculine, el, certain words are feminine, la, la cocina is the kitchen. That's a considered a feminine. So you'd say la. And so then you'd say Latinos or Latinas. Latinos, very much like human or people or men or 
Latinos is the the whole collective group. Latinas is specifically female uh, women of Latina background, of Hispanic background, Latinas. Well, now there's this move toward Latinx. Because like it would be wrong just to say the Latino community. Because that assumes that all Latins or Hispanics are male. No, it wouldn't. The word Latino has existed forever, and it just is a blanket term to identify people of Latin heritage or Hispanic heritage or whatever, Mexican heritage. Latinx is some contrived word that now people are trying to market, and it's, you know, it's instead of Latino History Month, it's Latinx history. It's like... I, I, I don't understand what the big hangup is. And I, and I, I hope this is sort of some weird pendulum swing that's gone really far one way and will settle back at some point because like rewriting the language that we structure our communication around is really, is a scary thing to me. It seems like a precursor to authoritarianism. That's what it seems like to me. I don't know if I'm going way out on a limb there. I did not go way out on a limb when I decided to take better care of my dog. My dog, Jersey, identifies as a dog, identifies as a mini Labradoodle. He's 11 months old. And, you know, I thought it was important to make sure that he gets really good nutrition because I really like this dog. I love him. And so I started feeding him Paw Made, P-A-W, Paw Made, M-A-D-E. And I have noticed his energy and his physical overall well-being is improved. So why did I choose to do this? Well, you know what? They do the same thing to pet food that they do to a lot of human food. They strip it of the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients your dog needs to be healthy. So imagine your pet is not feeling great because of poor diet and he he or she, yeah, they (laughs) can't tell you about it. So I know you want to avoid that. So I want to tell you about the longevity formula from Pomade. Longevity formula. It's an all-natural health supplement for dogs made with 23 dog-friendly superfoods to keep your pup healthy and strong. Veterinarian-approved longevity formula boosts nutrient intake, protects against toxins, and guards against premature aging. And that's important because aside from poor diet, toxins like pesticides, molds, and air pollution can all harm your pup's health. You want to avoid that. Longevity formula contains special toxin-fighting nutrients to protect your dog so they can live a long, happy life by your side. And these include premium quality superfoods like organic mushrooms, kelp, goji berry, two kinds of probiotics, and many more. Right now, there's a limited time offer exclusively for our listeners. For every purchase of Longevity formula, you'll receive a free bottle of Pomade's hip and joint formula too. As we know, those are two particular hip and joint formula is so helpful for dogs. When you see dogs with their hips kind of in pain, you want to help that too. And so this is a great offer. So to claim it, go to pawmade.com, P-A-W-M-E-D-M-A-D-E.com, pawmade.com slash sideline. Don't forget to use that sideline for for this uh, offer. Or you can call them at 833-PAW-MADE, 833 833- P-A-W-M-A-D-E, 
or pawmade.com slash sideline. That's P-A-W-M-A-D-E.com slash sideline and take advantage of the offer. So before we move on to something I want to mention, um, Elon Musk gets booed at a Dave Chappelle show in San Francisco. This is in the last 24 hours. And John Berg, my producer, brought this to my attention. So I Googled it. And it's funny. It depends on which headline you read to determine how bad this actually was for Elon Musk. CNBC says Elon Musk booed by crowd after Dave Chappelle brings him on stage at Comedy Gig. Uh, Gizmodo writes, Elon Musk gets viciously booed by crowd at Dave Chappelle's show. Forbes says, Elon Musk gets booed after joining Dave Chappelle on stage at San Francisco show. Sky News writes, Elon Musk admits a lot of boos greeted his cameo at Dave Chappelle gig. Marka, I have no idea what that is. Elon Musk savagely booed on stage by thousands of people at Dave Chappelle gig. Uh, okay player, Elon Musk gets mercilessly booed at Dave Chappelle show. Independent, you weren't expecting this, were you? Elon Musk left withering by heavy boos at a uh, booze at uh, Dave Chappelle comedy show. Um, Roundly booed during awkward on stage appearance. Dave Chappelle brought out Elon Musk at San Francisco show. See how the audience reacted. So um, it's just, this is fascinating. Like Elon Musk was a hero and now people love to hate him. But I guess what Dave Chappelle said was something to the effect of, I guess there are a lot of people you fired in the audience, which is funny. Um, I just find this very funny. I'm going to go to the independent. I don't know, just because it's right here available. And uh, technically, it was 90% cheers and 10% boos, except during quiet periods. But still, that's a lot of boos, which is a first for me in real life, frequent on Twitter, he said in a post to the to the social networking site. So that's what Elon Musk said. Um, it's almost as if I've offended San Francisco's unhinged leftists. But nah, so in their court, calling it a chorus of boos and cheers rang out. Cheers and boos, I see, Mr. Chappelle said. All these people who are booing, and I'm just pointing out the obvious, you have terrible seats, Mr. Chappelle said. It's all coming from way up there. Listen, whatever this blank is, not even trying to die on earth, his whole business model is uh, F earth, I'm leaving anyway. Um so these are two of the most interesting characters on the planet right now, Dave Chappelle and Elon Musk, because Dave Chappelle isn't buying into the woke stuff. He's admitted it. He, he's a Democrat. He's a liberal, whatever. But he isn't buying into the crap. And he probably knew that Elon Musk would get a mixed reception if he brought him up on stage. Musk must have known that, too given his reception in the world right now. Now, Elon Musk creates an electric vehicle that everyone raves about, calls it the best car on the planet, the best SUV on the planet, whatever model he's making. It's the greatest. It's going to save us from climate change. It's awesome. He has SpaceX, this unbelievable space. This guy's a genius. But he buys Twitter to bring more sunshine and which is the great disinfectant to the platform and everyone's outraged 
So I'm just, I've been trying to think this through and understand why. Most people will say, well, it's because he's taken over this site that liberals owned and they were able to have power over conservative voices and they were able to boot people off or suspend people or whatever. And he's not going to let them do that anymore. Now, so they're, they're going to call him like the great divider or all these things they're calling him. I, I, I don't know about you. Uh, what I like is being able to see and read everything and make my own decisions. That's what I appreciate. By the way, I, when I logged onto Twitter today, one of the first things that comes up um, was this little sort of banner that said, for information about COVID-19, go to cdc.gov or whatever, or here's the World Health Organization link. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting more access on Twitter, not less, since Musk took over. And these Twitter files are fascinating. But let's go back to the pronouns and what he said, that it's it's not kind, it's not inclusive to berate people from, and I'm, put, I'm using air quotes, misgendering you. So my husband and I have been talking about this a lot. He's an athlete. Both our kids are athletes. We have a son and a daughter. Their physical capabilities are vastly different. Because one is a boy and one is a girl. Now, that is not universal. I'm sure there are women out there who could kick my son's ass. And I'm sure there are boys out there that my daughter could dominate on the basketball court. But these are the outliers. This is not common. So I started looking up, you know, really, when it gets right down to it, what is the difference between men and women? Well, it's chromosomes. The XY chromosome, and I'll read this from Psychology Today. Each human cell contains 23 pairs of chromosomes that carry DNA within their nucleus. The X and Y chromosomes, commonly referred to as the sex chromosomes, are one such pair. They determine the biological sex, reproductive organs, and sexual characteristics that develop in a person. Female XX mammals inherit one chromosome, one X chromosome from each parent. But males XY receive an X from their mother and a Y sex chromosome from their father. X and Y chromosomes determine not only the sex of an individual, but many broad characteristics as well. From grip strength to aggression, there are myriad differences between men and womenly, womenly, between men and women beyond simply their sexual organs. This is known as sexual dimorphism and is found in most species. So I don't know why it's, so, so, so maybe instead of pronouns, how about if you just put your chromosomes? So you, under your signature, it's, you're either XX or you're XY. And that's what you're assigned with. And this is science. This is science. That's what you're assigned with at birth. Now, can you fall somewhere on a, on a, a, a gender, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for here? If you've got a whole stretch of gender, you know, you're really masculine. What is it? Spectrum? 
Thank you. The gender spectrum. You're really masculine or you're really feminine or you're a tomboy or you're whatever you are. That's fine. But the bottom line is you are either born with two X chromosomes or an X and a Y. And there's a reason for that. And it's biological. Now, how you decide to live your life is completely up to you. But where it gets dicey is when you start saying a male born swimmer can get in the pool with women and compete. And tomorrow you'll hear from Riley Gaines more about that. We've talked about it here. I, ha I have no grudge against Leah Thomas, none. She can live her life as she chooses. But there is an unfairness that happens when you say, well, identifies as a woman, so should swim against women and, you know, dominate the 200 or whatever it is. I mean, that's just, that's unfair. We had, we fought for Title IX so that women could compete fairly against other women, have their own division, and that's what we do. So, I, you know, maybe just put XX or XY as your pronouns instead of he, she, whatever. And if it really is that important to you, please have grace with other people if they, if they misgender you. I'm sure, didn't we see in a naval video that, you know, it's okay if it happens, it's just an accident. Be respectful of people as they adapt to this new, uh, is it the new normal? I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be the new normal. Here's what I do know. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals, gold and silver. And why is that? Because there's inflation. And what the stock market can't protect you from, gold can. So this, what we're living through right now, this inflation, this economy feels a lot like 2008. And if you remember back in 2008, those who invested in gold saw really significant gains while others lost their retirements. So this would be a time where if you haven't checked into it, you might want to get your questions answered about gold and silver. And the only company I trust is Legacy precious metals. You're watching the stock market go all over the place. You're looking at prices. You're thinking, how am I safe in the long term? Well, call Legacy Precious Metals and get their advice on how to put some gold in your IRA, your 401k, whether you should buy physical gold, whatever. They'll answer all your questions. So here's a couple ways to reach them. You can call them at 866-528-1903. 866-528-1903. 1903. You can also download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. They are there to help you. At least get yourself some questions answered. Just call and ask. Don't be intimidated. Find out how small a, an amount you could start with and see how it's going to help you. Legacy Precious Metals. LegacyPMInvestments.com. And we thank them for their sponsorship. Okay, I just, uh, in the break, uh, coming back here, jumped on Twitter again, and I typed Elon into the Twitter search bar. And the first thing that comes up is hashtag Elon Musk is a giant turd. And the second one is hashtag Elon Musk is a troll. I just, 
it just cracks me up how this this everyone has just turned their back on this person because he's trying to bring truth to a platform. I, I just John Berg, my producer, I'm going to ask you to chime in here for a second. Why the hell is this happening? Do you think? Uh, it's a good question. Well, I mean, he's this is a threat to the left. He's he's showing exactly what happens behind the scenes, how the sausage is made. That's a threat to the left. You've got literally in the Twitter files for you've got what the former first lady reaching right down into Twitter itself to dictate what's going to happen on Twitter, who should be allowed. I mean, they do this and they don't want people to know that. They, they don't want people to know. No, this is a this is a threat to the left wing narrative. It's a threat to the left. It's an existential it's, threat because this is pulling back the curtain and saying this is who these people are behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they look very, very unsophisticated sitting there debating how they're going to regulate people's speech. Nobody's qualified to do that. I don't care how many blue check marks you have. I don't yeah. care, care what college you went to. I don't yeah. care what your dissertation is on. You aren't qualified to regulate people's speech, period. Neither are you or any group of people that you put around you, period. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's right. Because when people say this is hate speech. OK, wait a minute. How do you define hate speech? We all would have a different every person would have a different definition of hate speech. Yeah. Every one of us. Mm -hmm. And so who gets to decide that? What the Constitution says, and this is where it's 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 brilliance lies, is that freedom of speech is absolute. And the the worse that it is, the more it should be defended. Now, I understand there. What are what are we going to consider the exceptions? You can't yell fire in a crowded theater, crowded theater. Is that the 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 exception? Yeah, that's pretty basic, though. That's you know, it, that's <laughs> you either are or are not doing something like that when when, <laughs> when you're simply having debates about I, I mean, take it, for example, uh, a, a piece of work like that. Nick Fuentes or Kanye West. I, right. I'm not for silencing those people. The idea that you either. would want anti-Semites to be silent and not say what they think and be in the shadows or however they like to write whatever phrase you have for that. No, that's, I'm sorry. No, they should speak often and they should tell us exactly what they think <laughs> exactly. so that we can refute it. And we know exactly who the anti-Semites are. How else? Yeah. Not, not, How else not are you supposed to know? Let's take another tack here. Let's look at any major movement in U S history, like women's right to vote. Bye-bye. If there's no free speech, that isn't yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Some of the greatest, progress we've ever made in this country is due to our ability to exchange ideas and have a free open discussion yeah that means you have to listen to some a-hole say something you don't like that's just that's, that's your responsibility just, as an american to deal with that you actually yeah. were born with that responsibility period yes and, and that's my two cents i love that two cents not only you're born with that responsibility if you can't handle that responsibility then you can't handle freedom and we can all handle freedom freedom comes with responsibility so freedom of speech comes with, don't, you know, don't be stupid if you don't want to be stupid. But you're right. If, if Kanye or Ye says something anti-Semitic, I want to know, because I want to know how to respond to this fellow in the future. I, I want to know these things. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. And we've got, it's really interesting who Elon, whom Elon chose to put out these stories. You know, Bar Barry Weiss um, and now Michael Schellenberger, who actually works with Barry Weiss on her platform these days. It's it's really <laughs> but I love I mean, I my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. Truth resonates.
Bots and robots, please attack me. Cool. The bots are so far unable to swarm to the top of my replies. I think it's just, um, it just is fascinating to me. First of all, this guy has 121 million followers, but it's fascinating to me. Elton John now thinks that Twitter is more divisive. I don't, I don't see it as more divisive, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm not following the right or wrong people. I don't know. But Elon and pronouns are my topics today because they seem to be really getting in people's craw. Misgendering, using the right pronouns, <sighs> language. So now we're getting into the removal of Donald Trump, and this is going to be priceless because so many people think, oh, thank God Trump was booted off Twitter. Thank goodness we didn't have to listen to him anymore. See, think about that sentence. Let's dissect it. Thank goodness we didn't have to listen to him anymore. You don't have to listen to anyone or anything. You didn't have to follow Donald Trump on Twitter. You didn't have to listen. And how you respond to him, well, that's up to you. And and if, if you decide, one person can decide that they love what he says. Another person decides they hate what he says. And those two people are now ready for civil war. And we're talking about words here. Now, I, I can feel it. The backlash is, no, his words created January 6th. His words created January 6th. I think that the people who were violent on January 6th made their own choices, responded to those words, because a lot of people didn't respond to those words in the same way. There were a lot of people in D.C. on January 6th to listen to Donald Trump who did not storm the Capitol. Those who did and did stupid stuff should be held accountable. Those who were simply present, we might want to cut them some slack before we just condemn them. This is... It, this whole idea about speech and it being violent or dangerous is a really slippery slope. Because if you're on the other side of that argument and someone decides what you say is violent or dangerous and you get booted off the platform, then what will your response be? Then what will you think? You will think you're being silenced. Ideas can't, it's not a good idea to silence them. One of the interesting things about this too, before we wrap up, is that it seems to me that a lot of ideas and thoughts from the left aren't being backed up with debate. The woman behind the 1619 Project has been challenged to debate it by a number of scholars, and she won't debate it. Why? If she really believes her ideas have merit and should be listened to, then she should want to debate, debate them. She should want to be challenged. She would, should want to have that conversation. So I, I say that because she's on the left. We had politicians all over this country who refused to 
debate. Why? What are you afraid of? If you believe in your ideas and you know that they're right to you and that they have merit and they're going to work, why wouldn't you just say, raise your hand and say, put me on that debate stage. I want to talk about this. I'm going to stand by this. I believe in it so fervently. So we've got a lot of things going on in this, this casserole of a podcast today. We've got Elon Musk suddenly being hated by the left, of course, because he's a threat to them. I, I happen to think he's, um, he's saving free speech in a way. That's, that's my side. And yet I know people will think that I'm dangerous for saying that. Think about that. See this. So there's that. There's the pronouns, which I got into because that's what brought me to Elon Musk today, that his new pronoun pronouns are prosecute Fauci. And he's making fun of the pronoun crowd. Because you are, you're, you, you are shoving an ideology down the throats of other people. Now, you can come back about, with some whataboutism. Well, other people do it too. That's not, that's not the argument you need to take. You need to defend why you're doing what you're doing. So there's Elon, there's the pronouns, there's this Twitter stuff. My goodness, all over the map today, but... <laughs> Elon Musk about three hours ago tweeted, the branch Covidians are upset. For those who don't know what he's referring to, you might want to Google branch Davidians. The early 90s. Very interesting How dare you? group. Oh, yes. <laughs> when Elon Musk twi tweeted out, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. I want to look at this. And this means the glasses with some glare, but that's okay. He got 174,000 retweets, 32.4 thousand quoted his tweet, and 1.1 million likes. <laughs> There's a lot coming out that is really, really interesting in these Twitter files. And those who think this is much ado about nothing, you can, you can have that belief if you like. But if you find out that the FBI or any portion of the federal government was communicating or putting pressure on a private company to ban speech. <laughs> I mean, God help us. Think about it and think about when it's your turn. Think about when the tables turn and it's your side that is underneath that bus. All right. I appreciate y'all listening today. Um, this has been Sideline Sanity. Be brave and do good. Well, Sideline Sanity, we are very proud to be sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. And we're joined by Charles Thorngren, the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. Charles, we are hearing now that this is not transitional inflation. This is not a bump in the road. This inflation is going to be here a while. What, what does that What does that tell you? You know, that's the scary thing. Um, I think you know, economies and, and and such like that they can deal with small jars. 
we have a unique situation. We had a Fed that waited much too long to react to the situation, calling inflation transitory for a year when everyone knew it wasn't. But more importantly than that, coming out now saying, this is going to be here. This is long term. This is not short term. We're going to have elevated rates for the long term. And, and why that gets really scary is that means the cost of doing business is going to be elevated for years, which means the cost of goods are going to be elevated for years, which means if companies can't make enough money, they will go out of business. This is why we, we hear some of your bigger companies are already talking about layoffs. So it, it's a unique situation. The Fed found themselves in a very bad place. And they reacted way too slow. And this is why we're at where we're at. So if I'm an investor, then what's why do I want gold and silver in my portfolio? What what will that do for me? You know, that, that's a great question. And that's a question we get a lot. And and really what gold and silver do, um, they act as the hedge against the dollar weakness. They act as a hedge against the other markets. And we know that the Dow and, and all of your markets, all your indices are, are, are pulling back, right? That's not the issue. It's not what's already happened. It's what's yet to come. And that's where we, we need to prepare. So depending on who you listen to and, and the research that you do, you know, there are case studies of saying expect to see another 25, 20 to 25% pullback in your equities markets based on interest rates and loans and, and the bond markets they're suffering as well. No one's going out to buy bonds knowing that they're going to be um, an increased return on them in three months. It makes no sense. So that leaves you in a position of what to do with your money and how to protect yourself. This is where gold and silver come in. This is why we say this is a long-term play. You buy it. You forget about it. Let it do its, its job. And its job is to go up over time as the dollar gets weaker, as the purchasing power gets less, gold and silver increase. It protects that purchasing power. And that's the great thing about it. And there's your bottom line and why you need to call Legacy Precious Metals or go download their investor's guide at LegacyPreciousMetals.com. Charles, it's always good to talk to you because these are nerve wracking times for people. You know, it, it's just the fact of the matter is, as we were told by the, the Fed chair, there's going to be some pain. So if people know that they've got something solid sitting in their investment portfolio, I think they're going to feel a little bit better, right? Absolutely. And we, you know, when we look at the actions that have happened just recently, I mean, the Fed has taken a very unique stance and they've done something very um, extraordinary. Three quarters of a basis points raises months in a row. That's one of the largest raises you've ever seen in the Fed through the history of the Fed. And it's not just once. One time is shocking. Here we are on the third month now, and we'll probably do another half a, half a basis point next month or, or later this month, possibly even three quarters of a point. So when you look at that and you say that number is going to grow to where the Fed interest rates will be about 5%, unheard of. That means the interest rate to you and I, if that's what banks paid to borrow money, we're going to see, you know, credit cards will probably be over 28, 30% again. You're going to see home loans coming in nine, 10, possibly even 11%. And it's, it's a scary time. And this is why we say, okay, 
know this coming. Don't be afraid. You, you now are aware. So now you can protect yourself. And that's what we help people do. Don't be afraid. Prepare. Just prepare yourself. And like I say every day, I trust Legacy Precious Metals when it comes to investing in gold and silver. So go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Charles and his group can answer any and all of your questions. Charles, thank you so much. My pleasure as always. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 